welcome to new 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 ten team <laughs> screw that up right away welcome to new 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 <laughs> titan spot the podcast where we uh go issue by issue through marvel and george Perez's uh run on teen titans uh new teen titans the podcast is recorded raw everywhere where we can find time and we'll start off with a bit of trivia for this uh, episode. Uh, did you know that the team's first animated uh, appearance was in Teen Titans segments of the 1967 filmation series Superman Aquaman Hour Adventure? And it featured Speedy, Kid Flash, Wonder Girl, and Aqualad. Uh, they were voiced by Pat Harrington Jr., Tommy Cook, Julie Bennett, and Julie, I mean, <laughs> excuse me, sorry, Jerry Dexter. And that bit of trivia is brought to you by the good folks at Wikipedia. Um, this episode we're going to be discussing was a really good episode in so many ways. Like, first off, because I always praise it, George Perez's artwork, uh, he, he shit superheroes, they, they just look human, like, their movements, they're just not stiff, and they look like people standing around and moving. From simple little things about, like, the way a character sets reading, or, like, the very first page, if you, uh, look at it, the opening title page, like, with Robin with his, uh, uniform unbuttoned, like, where the, the buttons, or, or, I mean, buttons, or latches, or whatever, I don't think I've ever seen that before, like with Robin. So it's interesting seeing that. Uh, just like to come up and say, like, I'm going to do that instead of just throwing this costume on as normal. The setting of having these characters sitting outside is just really unusual, I think. It's just a, such a great artist, you know, a great storyteller. And uh, I could just, like I said, I could just sit here and praise every panel or anything George Press does. But in this uh, issue, we get uh, finally Starfire tells her full origin of her family being enslaved and her basically becoming a slave of slave masters to basically save her people. Uh, and right after that, her story, uh, Raven appears and Robin's mad because she keeps disappearing because she's not giving them information and she's leaving everything kind of vague and Wally Speedy decks him and that's a big hint and Robin even gets it like something is really up here so we get further hints that Raven even though you basically know Raven has tampered with him and we get to fight fight uh, with first fight with the Pearson five which I like some of these characters. I'm not a huge fan of these characters. Um, I think I like most of them actually from the Teen Titans animated series. I thought they did a good job with them on that series. And you get Raven traveling to her home dimension, I guess it was, or reality. And she's having conversations with her father, which you don't know it's her father yet. We also get Vic, speaking of fathers, visiting his and talking to him. 
And you get the first introduction of Titan Towers and the mystery of who really like, created it and sent the messages for them to arrive at Titan Towers. Uh, you got Dr. Light, of course, in this issue too. And for modern people reading anything with Dr. Light at this time, you gotta think about identity crisis. And when it's revealed that he basically was a buffoon because they, Zatanna especially tampered with his mind for something he did. I also just right now, as a side note, Identity Crisis is a good story, but I think along with the killing joke, I just think it was you shoe shoehorning a lot of stuff that really didn't work. I think you could. I just think when when you have that subject matter used in a story, and it's used, and the subject matter is of rape. I, I think it has to fit within the story and the context. And even though I think it's important to bring it up even in a comic book stories because it is brought up later in these Teen Titan books when you find out Raven's a child of rape. When you find out her mom is abused. Those issues are good, but I think more Wolfman in the way they used it they didn't shine this big focus spotlight of sensationalizing it almost that identity crisis did. You don't have to show it to know what it is. And they even the point where they could have said she was assaulted in identity crisis, it would have worked a lot better. The word is never used in, in these Teen Titan books, but you know what it's applying you know what it happened, and it doesn't overshadow and make it about that, because I think if you make it about that, you're given the power of the characters such as Raven over to that and over to their attacker and rapist. It's it can be a story about rape without it being about the that that act as much as and I don't know if I'm explaining myself well. But I think it's important to do it right. Otherwise, I think Identity Crisis is really good. And I think if they'd handled Identity Crisis the way they did in these books, I think it would have been one of the most powerful stories done in comics. Instead, it became very sensationalized in the discussions and stuff, since and stuff. Because I don't think it was out of character what the characters did after that. And I think it led to some good stuff, but that that's just my view on that, and other people have other views on that. But back to this issue, um, I think the fight scenes are really good in this. I think the coloring's kind of weird with Dr. Light. They almost make him like somebody like the Shroud, where it seems like he's a part of the black and white. I don't know. like. Like, maybe they needed to add some gray tones to his white, and it would have helped, but I just, I mean, it's very hard to get just black and white suits to work right. But, uh, that was my only really issue with that. And then you get, basically, uh, a hint that the 
Justice League is going to be involved in issue four, which which is going to happen. Uh, but if you want to ask me who's the MVP of this story, I'll have to look. Let's see. I'm flipping through it right here. I actually think the first from five are like. I think they were very good villains in the way they were used. Uh, but again, great characterization by the storytellers in it. Or Wolfman George Perez. You're still, as the story's moving along, at pretty much a fast pace. You're really getting to know these characters very well. Instead of throwing everybody's full origin in early, you're spacing it out, which I think works very well too. So, I hope. Uh, you enjoyed those. I mean, you're enjoying these. Uh, they're meant to be really short. I know some people think podcasts should at least be 30 minutes. I think there's room for really short podcasts. I think there's room for really long podcasts because I'll listen to two hour long podcasts. But, I'm trying to give a little bit of everything here. Learn as we go. Also, 